on episode 777 of Into Your Head podcast. Hello, uh, defunding Ebola, reinventing sliced bread, uh, waiting for a cold, reconstructing Annie the cat, uh, something about John Malkovich, something about pottery, and lots more. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Hello. lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming out of, uh, topics coming out of uh, this glass, uh, this half-empty glass of energy drink, uh, it's coming. The topics come out of the, uh, ironically, out of the, the empty half of the glass. That's why they always say the glass is half full rather than half empty, uh, because, uh, well, because nothing has no bearing on it. Uh, but no, the empty portion of this glass represents the energy drink that I've already consumed and uh, is presumably, as I speak, working its way down through my system. And then hopefully up to my brain, uh, up to my brain uh, to uh, impugn it with uh, unhealthy but stimulating toxins uh, such as caffeine and taurine and all sorts of crap uh, that enable me to do this podcast. Isn't it absolutely fucking fun? Isn't in science fantastic they came up with this they said uh, let's make this drink we'll make this pale brown drink that looks like beer uh, tastes like crap and is full of stuff that could probably make your heart explode if you overdid it and uh, then it'll make you t- it'll help you think uh, makes you think doesn't it certainly does even if you don't drink it it makes you think makes you think about the world there was a time when all people had was tea uh, made out of gooseberry leaves or nettles or something Something, and you'd put it in a pot on top of a rock in your cave and you'd put fire underneath it and you'd say look uh, here for uh, tea uh, let me let me introduce you to fire and water uh, now in most circumstances if you introduced if you put fire and water in the same room uh, the water would cancel out the fire but no you contain the water in a pot or wherever they used for pots before pots were invented what did they what did stone age men and women use as pots I don't know. Uh, maybe they scooped out a, a bit of a tree trunk and they scooped out the insides and they put. But that would go on fire, surely to Christ. Uh, maybe they made pottery uh, like that film. You know that film with the man who's dead now and he goes on and he's. Oh, he's doing the pottery thing with the woman. Uh, what one was that? Was it the one with your man? Probably was. The one with your man and the pottery thing. Was that the one where he's a ghost or is that a different one? I can't remember. Anyway, suffice to say, he was doing the pottery thing with your one and everyone thought it was great. They said, look... Uh, we're in a cinema on a Friday night watching a man uh, watching a man doing uh, co- cottage industry uh, craft work and they're very impressed. Oh, yes, everyone was all about it. They said, your man's making pottery with your one and your one seems to be enjoying it and he seems to be happy to provide uh, such a service. Uh, if you want to do that, set up a frigging night class in your local community and do it there. Don't be doing it uh, wherever you're doing it in the film. I can't 
remember. Where was he doing it in the film? Was it in a restaurant or something? I don't know. It must have been somewhere. Maybe he was on a movie set. Uh, well, that's a bit... Uh, that's a bit uh, fourth wall for me. He shouldn't be have scenes in movies that are filmed on a movie set. Except maybe the movies uh, being John Malkovich, uh, in which it's an integral part of the story that there's a movie set involved. Uh, well, that's completely different. Or is it? Oh, wait a minute. Uh... Is there a movie setting being John Malkovich? I think I'm making that assumption. I've seen the movie uh, several times. I can't remember if there's a movie set involved. I'm assuming there is. And my brain is making that jump. Uh, because uh, the real uh, John Malkovich plays himself in it. So I'm assuming it shows him on a film set at some point. Making a film other than being John Malkovich. Uh, no, no. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Hello. And welcome to the show. Going to have a piss now, and then we'll get hard with it. I've always been a great believer in the dictum. Uh, if you want to make friends with a blind man, uh, compare notes about the inside of your eyelids. Because uh, neither of you can see the insides of your eyelids. So that puts you on a level footing. Uh, that puts you... Oh, it's like when we're all dead and we go to be judged. Uh, the rich people and the poor people are all treated the same and they're judged on merit. It's going to be like that with a blind man. You say, hello, uh, what do you think of the insides of your eyelids? And you'll say, I can't see them, I'm blind. And you'll say, I'm not blind, but I can't see the inside of my eyelids either. So I think we're pretty much uh, level there. Uh, so we can uh, we can both pay, we don't have to have separate Olympics anymore. We can both do the same high jump because jump, we're uh, level. Uh, or maybe you could have a, you could have a combined uh, Special Olympics uh, and Paralympics and Main Olympics uh, divide up the categories here. Here's a category for the high jump for people who can't see the insides of their eyelids. And of course, everybody would qualify for that. That's when you have true equality. That's when you have true equality. Because uh, at the moment, if you go on Twitter now, it's all these women going on about feminism. They say, isn't feminism great? Feminism is the be-all and end-all. It's the best thing since sliced bread. Uh, which indeed it is. It is indeed. I like sliced bread, though. I think it's fun. Uh, sliced bread. Uh, you get a bit of bread uh, you don't even have to slice it because it comes sliced because uh, people uh, there was a, a period in the human history for hundreds of years uh, when we had invented bread uh, we were loving bread alright every time you had wanted to have a bit of bread you had to get out a knife you had to get out a big sharp carving knife and saw off a bit of a bit of this bread stuff and you'd say uh, if it wasn't meant to be eaten uh, in a piece the size of a full loaf why didn't they just make smaller loaves or make it in slices surely to christ uh if you want to eat bread in slices you make the slices separate the same as you would if you're making little uh, little cupcakes you don't make one joint cupcake and then slice off a bit that you want to eat no no you make them separately so bread should be made in slices uh little uh surely to christ that's not unfeasible and every slice could be a heel as well because we all love the heel of the sliced pan I do anyway and if I do then we all do because this is my universe it all revolves around me what happens in my head is my universe 
and nobody else's uh, until the day I die. Then you hand it over. Probably hand it over to medical science or else put it in the ground or else burn it. Although you can't burn my mind. You can only burn uh, my brain. Uh, my mind will just uh, not exist or it'll just it'll go wherever. Where does your mind go where you, when you die? That's the question. Uh, because people say you look down a joint uh, a giant white tunnel with a white light at the end of it. Uh, the tunnel isn't really white. It just looks white because it's lit up by a white light. And it's only the end of it that's lit up. So really, the white light is on the outside. It's the outside of the tunnel at the other end, presumably, that's lit up and white. And you look down it and you say, Oh, look, that looks good. I think I'll go towards the light, even though I've seen this fucking movie many times and I know it ends in certain death. Uh, so it's... If you're, if you're lucky, uh, then uh, you decide, oh, wait, I'm not ready yet. I go to turn back. And then you try and turn back in the tunnel. And then you realize it's just a metaphor that your brain created. Uh, or is it? We don't know. It's a matter of... Oh, it's a matter of opinion, and I'm not qualified to have an opinion on this because I'm neither a philosopher uh, or a, a the- theologian or a scientist or a, oh, a brain expert. The brain experts which have, have you believe uh, that when your brain dies, it goes, oh, look, uh, this fella's going to be scared now about this whole death thing, so let's make up a, let's make up a tunnel. And we say there's a white light at the end of it, and we'll say, uh, what? that song there's a light at the end of the tunnel there's a light at the end of the tunnel I don't even remember those two lines of a chorus. There was a song that used to go like that. It still goes like that. I just haven't heard it in years. I heard it as a child on some radio. Uh, some ra- I was into them. I was mad into the radio as a child. I had my own FM AM radio uh, from about the age of eight. I got half Santa Claus. Uh, this was around the same era when he bought me a joint, uh, a joint stuffed duck. Uh, when I asked for a monkey, and the ducks, the ducks, uh, ah, the duck's head peeled off very quickly because it was very badly made. So I was left with a stuffed. My best, second best friend after uh, Teddy the bear was duck egg and duck egg's head came off very quickly had to be thrown out and then one day of course I went into a shop and saw saw another uh, duck egg that looked almost exactly the same except he had blue stripes instead of red ones and I thought Christ did Santa Claus just get this from the local supermarket that seems a bit odd Uh, of course the penny never dropped for years a penny never dropped for years and then we changed to the euro we have euro cents now we have euro Sense. Oh, the irony. Euro sense, they're called. There's no sense in it at all. Oh, that's a little pun for you. Uh, I think I'm coming down with this cold still. I said on the last episode, I'm getting a cold. Uh, I'm still getting a cold. It seems to be coming very slowly. Uh, I've been taking a lot of vitamin C this year. And every time I think I'm getting a cold, it spends ages. Uh, I spend ages thinking I'm getting a cold. And then I have a cold for about five minutes. And then the Oh, then it stops and I forget about it until the next one. Uh, but no, no, it's the waiting. That's the problem. I hate the waiting to see if there's a cold coming on. Can I make a podcast where I sound more disgusting than usual? Uh, I don't know. I listened to the last episode. I thought I sounded more disgusting than usual. 
Uh, but what's wrong with being disgusting? It's just, it's just natural. Uh, people are allowed to be nudists, which is considered natural, but you're not allowed to have snot and scum coming out of your throat and nose when you're doing a podcast. Well, you are allowed. I just prefer not to, because you have a bit of consideration for you, the listener. A bit of consideration for the people who listen to this crap. Uh, on top of which... Hmm. Uh, on top of which something anyway on with the show monkey nuts that's what they call them they call them big steaming shit eating piss piling monkey wrench inducing and uh, what was that mean what does monkey wrench inducing mean i can't just spit out these words and not uh, explain what they mean that's cheating you can't just make stuff up uh, well uh, don't worry have a i have an explanation ready uh, monkey wrench inducing is something that makes a monkey wrench uh, now by wrench i mean wretch so i should have said monkey wrench inducing uh but i say monkey wrench inducing uh because it sounds better it flows off the tongue a little better monkey wrench inducing so it's it's poetic license that's what it is i said monkey wrench inducing instead of monkey wretch inducing but i meant that it's something that induces a monkey to wretch as in vomit or attempt to vomit anyway it could be a dry heave that that uh, results could be the result could be a dry heave rather than a wet one but either way it's still a wretch it's still a monkey retching uh anyway uh, that's enough that's enough for that crap two cats walk into a bar one of the cats goes straight up to the bar counter and says hello uh, have you got any snacks uh, maybe a few monkey nuts uh, or uh, i don't know a uh, uh, pack of potato salt and vinegar crisps or something and the man behind the bar says i don't think cats are supposed to eat nuts i think that's considered highly dangerous it's like giving peanuts to a child with a peanut allergy uh, if you give peanuts to a child with a peanut allergy then they have to land the plane and the cat says well we're not on the plane or are we Uh, maybe we are i don't know maybe i'm on the plane asleep hallucinating that i'm in a bar Uh, in which case you're the barman in the hallucination so you should have no knowledge of where we are although if you're a figment of my imagination then my imagination probably knows that we're on the plane so you would know that we're on the plane i watched that episode last night of house md uh just after he gets shot and he's oh he's uh, still in a coma but there's an entire episode where he's hallucinating a spoiler alert and there's a lot of that going on he says is this real or is this part of the hallucination uh, and then he thinks oh wait a minute i'm hallucinating this t-. it's a bit like a star trek the next generation uh, episode one of those episodes they're always having where there's ah there's jumps in time and they're jumping around in time and space uh Captain Picard goes out one door of the uh, of the bridge and comes in behind himself at the other side of the room and all sorts of crap like uh, they're my favourite episodes and I happen to like House MD as well uh, so it was nice to have a, a crossover as such it wasn't really a crossover there was no Star Trek uh, elements involved whatsoever it just felt a bit like a crossover because they were doing all that stuff ah you get the general idea uh, anyway uh, the man behind the bar says uh 
reacted. What did you say, sir? I can't remember. And the cat says, uh, I think I was saying, uh, but we're not in an airplane. And the man behind the bar says, I never said we were, sir. And the cat says, I think you'll find you did. You just don't remember because you're a figment of my imagination and you haven't got a solid memory. You're pretty much just a hologram. Uh, you're not really a hologram. That's a that's just a metaphorical illustration of what you are. But effectively, you're like a hologram that my mind has created. It can't even be seen by the outside world. It can just see, be seen by me. It's like having a little uh, projector inside my head and it's creating you, the hologram. But it's not even an external hologram that can be shown to the rest of the world. I'm the only one who can see it, which probably basically means I'm going mad. I'm going mad, uh, which would explain why I'm a cat in a bar who's in an, who's also in an aeroplane and trying to uh, ask for uh, nuts, which I know damn well could poison me. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Uh, oh, uh, my cat Annie. Uh, my cat Annie got injured recently. Uh, she had surgery for a hernia. Uh, she's recuperating downstairs now in a warm room. Uh, don't worry, it's perfectly fine. She's coming back to life. Uh, they put her back. Uh, all the king's horses and all the king's men uh, said, somebody bring that cat to the vet immediately. There's something wrong with her. And they brought her to the vet and she's repaired now. They repaired my cat. Uh, well done veterinary science. So uh, in celebration of Annie's recovery, uh, let's see, what will we do? Uh, will we do this? Uh, will I drink another kind of energy drink? No, I won't because I've already had two. Uh, I don't want to be fucking jumping around like a lunatic all day. And oh no, and oh, to celebrate Annie's recovery, I'll cook another chicken for the cats in a while. That's what we'll do. We'll cook another chicken for the cats. Oh, we'll cook another chicken for the cats. We'll cook another chicken for the cats. Uh, Annie's getting better and she's not going to die. We'll cook another chicken for the cats. Or will I cook a turkey? Uh, no, I won't, because the turkeys that are on special at the moment are frozen and it's going to take three days to defrost it. Uh, so I'll get one today and that'll be ready for them in a, two day, in a few days. Uh, but I'll get them a chicken for today. Uh, probably two chickens. Uh, three if they're small. Depends. Uh, I've got seven cats, in case you're wondering. I'm not cramming all this chicken into one cat. Uh, no, no. Not that she'd object. Uh, but I'd object, because that would be irresponsible. That would be irresponsible. Uh, I'm a responsible pet owner. Uh, so don't give me that crap. Anyway, suffice to say, uh, Annie's getting better. It's all going to be fine. Uh, and we hereby celebrate Annie's uh, impending recovery. Uh, let's see. Where we go now? I don't know. Uh, will we do this? We probably will. Let's see. Where we, will we do the following? I don't know yet whether we'll do the following. Uh, but we'll see now. After I stop saying this after I finish this sentence and draw a line under it or put her at least put her full stop or her as you fallen foreigners call it, a period. I don't like calling things a period. That's a stupid name for a, a punctuation mark. Call it a dot or a full stop. Uh, or a, wait, is a period a comma or a full stop? I think it's a full stop. Uh, the one with the dot that you put at the end of a sentence anyway. Uh, but uh, once I put one of those metaphorically at the end of this sentence, uh, I won't be writing it. Oh no, I won't be fucking writing it down. You don't write down a dot. This is oral. Uh, 
although I will be writing uh, a brief this content description of the topic listings of this program. So if I put in uh, Annie's, let's see, uh, reconstructing Annie, reconstructing Annie. And then I can, and I just realized I won't be putting a full stop after that in the description. I'll be putting a comma because uh, there's other stuff to come. So that doesn't work. I fooled myself wrong there now. I was all saying, oh, no, you don't put a comma after that. You put a full stop. But no, it turns out you use different punctuation in writing than you do orally. It's fucking ridiculous. The English language is a fucking mess. That's what it is. A fucking mess. Uh, you know, go back and look at Shakespeare's writings and you can't even make head nor tail of it. The whole idea of writing stuff down in a common language is, is so that you can come back to it hundreds of years ago later and still understand what the fella wrote. Uh, but no, uh, there's kids spending two years studying one Shakespeare play just to try to understand what it's about and they still can't figure it out. That's no fucking use. That's not a proper communication method at all. Uh, we need a new language that's not full of crap. Uh, absolute bollocks. Full stop. Support the Podcastual Arts at no cost to you. Just click through the Amazon link at intoyourhead.com whenever you go shopping for anything, even if you use Amazon UK or Canada. We'll take your weird foreign money here. We're not proud. Just visit intoyourhead.com and click on the appropriate Amazon banner. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Email Neil at studio at intoyourhead.com. Hello, this is J. Edgar Casey, and whenever I am listening to fine podcasts, I tune into the Into Your Head program because it's, it, it's very clean. Uh, well, I know what you're thinking there. Uh, you're thinking Christ. You're thinking Jesus, holy mother of Christ on a popsicle stick. You're thinking holy mother of God. Uh, may Lord Jesus Christ Almighty have mercy on our souls for listening to this crap. Uh, it's probably a mortal sin uh, to listen to this. To listen to crap like this. Some fella spouting on about monkey nuts and his injured cat and energy drinks and uh, some cat hallucinating on the plane about being in a bar and not knowing that he's not supposed to eat nuts uh, whatever the hell else he's going on about it can't be it can't be uh, morally right to listen to something like this that's what you're thinking uh, well you'd be largely right about this it's immoral to be listening to this uh, if it's taking away time from something more productive you could be doing like saving lives or helping out the third world uh, downloading a copy of uh, Band-Aid 30 or whatever else you could be doing with your time. But if you're a multitasker, you can listen to this and you do something else at the same time. So I assume uh, that when my listeners are listening to this, uh, they're also doing something else, like, for example, running a marathon in aid of, uh, in aid of orphaned children, uh, or, I don't know, uh, downloading uh, Live Aid 30, the single, uh, Do They Know It's Christmas Time Again. That's the song. That song's called coming out again with Bob Geldof uh, there's going to be an American version too but oh they re-released that a new version they go feed the world <laughs>
Let them know it's Christmas time. Feed the world. Do they know it's Christmas time? It's Christmas time. There's no need to feel afraid. It's Christmas time. Uh, nobody's hungry, but they're all getting Ebola. Uh, that's what it's for this time, is to raise money for Ebola, or to counter Ebola. Surely they should be uh, raising negative money if they're trying to, if they're trying to uh, get rid of Ebola rather than uh, promote it. Surely they should be raising negative money. They should be saying, uh, we're trying to give away money uh, to get rid of this Ebola and defund it. So uh, uh, maybe they should be uh, giving out the, the single for free, but paying the people who produce it, uh, thereby... Uh, getting rid of some of this money and having less funding for the whole Ebola thing. Uh, Bob Geldof, you see, he thinks uh, he, he automatically thinks because in the 80s he raised money and got rid of famine that way that he can do the same with Ebola. No, you're thinking arse ways, Geldof. And it's understandable because you've had a hard year, I know. You've had a bereavement and you've had to go and you've had to go and meet Bono probably about something. You've had all sorts of crap happening. You're not thinking straight you're just on autopilot you think something bad is going on in africa uh it's my turn to get get in and sort it out again so i'll start fundraising for ebola no no you want to be giving away money for ebola a fucking idiot uh well it's fine if someone hopefully someone will set him straight i don't know uh, anyway fair play to you bob geldof your your heart is in the right place same with bono uh, people love to knock bono nowadays Every fucking five minutes here, you hear someone saying that Bono is a cunt when he's fucking going round the world, uh, talking to world leaders, trying to do something good, and at the same time having money. Who the fuck does he take? They say the same about uh, fucking Bill Gates as well. They say that Bill Gates, he's a billionaire. Uh, who does he think he is devoting his entire life and career now to spending his money wisely and responsible. Who the fucking hell does he think he is? How dare he the cheek? Uh, and then they say, oh, uh, then no. Uh, then they click OK and post comment. And then they get on with whatever the hell useless crap. Anyway, the point is, if you're listening to this, uh, it's not a sin if you're multitasking and doing something useful for the world as well. So uh, there you go. hope we've cleared that up. I hope we've cleared that up. Or at least filled up another four minutes and thirty-eight seconds of the show. Uh, I think the latter is more likely. Uh, hey, a few more seconds now. There's another few more seconds. Another few more seconds of our lives ticking away. I'm watching it on a screen here. It goes zero four colon fifty-three fifty-four fifty-five. There's our lives ticking away, counting up until the very end. We just don't know when exactly the end is. Uh, well, we just know time is slipping away. Uh, we're all going to be dead uh, by the time this ends. This clock will not end uh, while we're alive. Well, this one will, because I'll just click OK, and then I'll start a new segment and uh, save this one. Uh, but no, you get the general idea. You can stop the clock on your recording software but you can't stop time so get that into your thick heads and smoke it anyway good morning into your head.com sit annie sit good cat